Perak Zion Mishtachas. Parshas Hamelach Ketzar. The Parshas Hamelach. How is it Mikhaim? What was the process? Says the Mishnah Motz Yamtav Harishon Shalchag. The Motz Yamtav of the first day of Sukkot in Eretz Yisrael would already be Chalamoid after the first day of, of Yamtav. So Bishmini. Klemer betchilas hashana in the beginning of the eighth year of the shemitah cycle, which is bemotzai shuvias, which is the end of the seventh year of the shemitah cycle. So shehira shona la shemitah haba. So basically, you're standing, you're standing in the first year of the new shemitah cycle. Motzi, the end of the seventh, beginning of the eighth, is in essence the beginning of the first year of the new cycle. Osinlo, they'd make for the king, bima shall eats a wooden bima, this wooden platform, ba'azara in the Ezus Nashim, vuyoshi valeha, and the king would sit on this bima, and only a king was the only person that could sit in the base of in the Ezus Nashim, and he would sit there, kadeh likro asa Torah, to read the Torah to Klal Yisrael. Shnemra, as the Pasuk says, mikech shevashanam b'moed, at the end of seven years, right, b'moed, on the Yamtiv. So the Moed is Sukkot, and at the end of the seven years, the end of the Shemitah cycle, being a new Shemitah cycle, like we just, expl- like just explained, you begin the Hakel process. So what's Hakel? Chazan HaKnesses notes all Sefer Torah. The Chazan HaKnesses takes the Sefer Torah and notes the Rosh HaKnesses. He gives it to the Rosh HaKnesses. Right? Ashamish, the Shamash of the Bitsa Knesses, and the Harabayas takes the Sefer Torah and gives it over to the Rosh HaKnesses. Rosh HaKnesses notes not the Sagan. The Rosh HaKnesses gives it to the Sagan, to the vice, Kohen Gadol. The Hasgan notes to the Kohen Gadol. The Sagan gives it to the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol notes to the Malach. He gives it to the king. And this is all to fulfill the mitzvah of Barova Am Hajas Melech, that through, through so many people that are attending this gathering, we're giving more cover to the king, and through giving the Sefer Torah from one person to the other, gives more cover to the king. The Melech Omi, the king, stands up, he stands up from his place, Umekabel, he receives the Sefer Torah from the hands of the Kohen Gadol, the Yoshev, and then he, he reads from the Torah, sitting down. Says the Mishnah further, and this is the principle. So if we would stop right over here. The principle of Hakel is Klaisol gathers at the, at the first of each Shemitah cycle on the most yamts of the first day of Sukkot, and the king reads, reads this parsha to the Jewish people. Says the Mishnah, Agripas Hamelach. Agripas was a king, Shemizari, he was from the seed of Hordis Haadomi, from Hordis. His father certainly wasn't Jewish. He himself was a slave, and his mother, whether she was Jewish or not, was questionable. And he was a righteous king to Klal Yisrael. And says the Mishnah, Ahmad Vikibal, he stood up to receive the Sefer Torah, Vikara Omid, and he read the Sefer Torah standing, not sitting. And the rabbis praised him that he gave more honor to the Torah by standing up and reading from it. The Avapin, even though a king, Shemachal al Kavodo, Ain Kavodo Machal, a king who tries to forgive his honor, it's not forgiven. He can't forgive his honor. Hayudaf, that's only Bidvarish with regular worldly matters. But if something for a mitzvah, he could be Mochal on his covet. So he gave up his covet of reading it, sitting and re- re- read the Torah standing to give more covet to the Torah, to push his covet aside for the covet of the Torah. When Agrippas reached the Psukim in the Parshas Hamelach, where it says, Lo, do not place upon yourself a non Jewish uh, man, of the mouse, his eyes filled with tears, because this Pasuk invalidates him from being a king. Amr right away, the nation said to him, 
Altis Yarei Agripas, do not fear Agripas. Achinuata, Achinuata, Achinuata. You are our brother, you are our brother, you are our brother. And they only told him this to be Mephias, to appease him, so that for the shalom of Malchus, for the peace of the kingdom, they said this to him, that he should not feel bad about himself. And others explained they said this because his mother was really Jewish, and therefore he was Jewish. In any event, this is what they said in order to appease the king. The Mishnah continues, Kan Chazar's HaMishnah, the Mishnah goes back to the Indian of the Kriya, the actual reading of HaKel. Says the Mishnah of Ikari, the king would read from Chumash Devarim, from the beginning of the Pasuk of Eilaha Devarim, from the beginning of Sefer Devarim, from the very first Pasuk in the Sefer of Devarim, Ad Shema, up until Shema Yisrael in Parshas Vaschan, that was last week's Parsha. Then he would read from Shema Yisrael, he would read Shema Yisrael because of the Kabbalah of accepting the yoke of Omal Choshemayim, and then he would skip, Medalik, he would skip, and then he would say, Vikari Parshas Vahayim Shema, he would say the Parsha Vahayim Shema for the Kabbalah of all mitzvahs, and then he would skip and he would read the Parsha of Aser Te Aser, of giving a tith of your produce, and then from there, Mumena over, he would skip over to the Parsha of Kisachalala Aser, when you were completing to do your Maestras. When Farash Rashi Rashi explains, Shuzman Asif, it's the time when you're gathering your, the Matnos Anim, the gifts for the poor people, and setting aside the Truma and the Maisris. And the Yushalami explains that Bishvil Shiyatu, you saw since Christ are all leaving, Mishvias Lashmias, from the seventh Shemitah year to the eighth year, to the first year of the new cycle, Shaloshkoach Asam Maisris, not to forget the Maisris, we learn that we lay in these parashios. Uparshas HaMalach, and with the Parshas HaMalach, which is, Som Tasim Alech HaMalach, place for yourselves the king upon you. V'yafapin, even though the Parshas HaMalach is between the Parshas of Aser to Aser and Kisachal La'aser. Nevertheless, Hayakari Tehillah, first we read the two Parshas uh, Yachad together, of Aser to Aser and Kisachal La'aser, in order to show the Maishas, not to make a Hefstik in the Parsha of Maishas. Then he'd go back and be chosen to read the parshas Hamelach. Um, he'd read the parshas Hamelach, and then Ubrachos to Klolos. He'd also read the parshas after the parshas Hamelach that he would lane. He would read the Brachos and the Klolos that Shein Kabbalos Brisa Shel Torah that are the accepting of the treaties of the Torah. That's the Brachos to Klolos on Hagrizim and Harevel we mentioned earlier. He reads that parsha as well. Until he completes the entire parsha, which would be up until the pasuk of Milvad Itam up until that pasuk. Because of the honor of the king, normally we don't want the tzibur to wait as we're jumping from you know parsha to parsha in the Torah. But here, for the honor of the king, we put the tirch of the tzibur to the side. Would make when he shenifer to him. Sorry, we mentioned brachos in the previous mishnah. The kohen gadol made eight brachos. So the same eight brachos the kohen gadol made on Yom Kippur, the king would make at the time of Hakel. Hamalach mavarich osan. He would make those very brachos laachar kriyah b'torah after he read the Torah. El shenosi and shalver galam tachas mechilas ha'avon. Except that the bracha of mechilas ha'avon, pardoning sin, that the kohen gadol would say on Yom Kippur, they learned in the previous mishnah. The king in place would say the bracha of the regalm of the high holidays, which is the ata bechartanu, and he would conclude the words mechadish yisrael v'hazmanim to be more apropos a bracha that has to do with the high holidays because we're at the time of Sukkot. 
instead of the bracha of mechilas ha'avon, which is referring to sin, which would be more appropriate for Yom Kippur that the Kohen Gadol says on Yom Kippur. So only that bracha he would swap out, but the rest was the same. And with that, we conclude Mishnah Ches. New Perak Perak Ches, Mishnah Aleph, Meshuach Melchama, going to the next principle, the Meshuach Melchama was the Kohen that was anointed as the Meshuach Melchama. He was anointed with oil at the times of war to guide the Jewish people through the war. Bishash Medaber al at the time we would speak to the people, the Gemara explains, Pa'amayim, two times he would speak to them. Pa'amachas, Pasfar, one time by the Agvul Ha'aretz and the borders of the land. Ha'aretz is a very Yisrael. Upa'amachas, B'Mulchama, and then one time in war, Lathneha Ma'arach, before they would go to war, Upa'am Shemadab, and each time he spoke, B'Lashon HaKodesh, Ha'imadab, he would speak in Lashon HaKodesh. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, and by the way, going back to the previous Mishnah, of course, the Parshas HaHakel was done in Lashon HaKodesh because he's reading directly from the Torah. We forgot to mention it, but that was just pretty obvious, and that's why there was no need to mention it. But that's, let's just put that out there so that we know the whole point over there was to teach us that HaKel was done in Lashon HaKodesh. Okay, so back to over here, the Kohen would speak in Lashon HaKodesh to the people. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Vahayakikarvachem, it will be when you come close, Elham to the war. V'nigash HaKohen, the Kohen will approach. As a Kohen Meshuach Melchama, this is the Kohen who was appointed and, and anointed by the Shemen HaMishcha, the oil, Kadeshidabra, so you should speak to the Jewish people the following things. V'dibra'alam, he would speak to the people, the Pasuk says. V'lashon HaKodesh, Elashon HaKodesh. We learn Xayr Shavah juxtaposition from that which it says by Moshe Yadabir uh, in Shemos. It's just like over there, Moshe was speaking Lashon HaKodesh, so over here, Avkan is Lashon HaKodesh. It says V'dibir. So you have Dibir, Dibir. It's like over there, Lashon HaKodesh, here too is also Lashon HaKodesh. V'amar Aleim, he would say to them, Shema Yisrael, listen, Klai Yisrael, Atam Kweb Mayom, today you come close to Muhammad to war, Aveichem on your enemies, Vo'alacheichem, not on your brothers, Lo Yehuda Hashem, it's not Yehuda fighting Shimon, Vo Shimon Al-Ben Yamin, Shimon Al-Ben Yamin, Shem Tiplu Biyadam Yerachma Aleichem, that they fall on your hands, you'll have mercy on them, Kamash Nemer, as the Pasuk says, by the war of Pekach Ben Ramal Yahu, who was the king of Klai Yisrael, Va'achaz, who was the king of Yehuda, Kishinaf, when the Bnei Yehuda fell in the hands of Bidei Yisrael, it says, they, they took hold of the captives. All their nakedness, he'll be sure they gave clothing. From the booty. They clothed them. They gave them shoes. They fed them. They gave them drink. They anointed them with oil. They guarded them. Amidst any kind of stumbling block. They brought him to Yerecho, they took very good care of their captives. They, they had Rachmanas on 200,000 captives from the Bnei Yehuda. And Yerushalayim that fell on their hands. So they had mercy on them. So don't think that, because now you're fighting your own enemies. They fall on your hands in Rachman, you've got to annihilate them. Don't have any mercy on them. And therefore, it's upon you to wage war with a strong spirit, and with tremendous motivation. The Pasuk says, Four different languages, the four different strategies that the enemy uses to put fear into um, the, 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 into us, into Christ that are attacking them. 
He says, don't let your heart soften. From the noise of their horses, and the noise of their chariots that you hear in the camp of the enemies, don't let your hearts become soft. And then he says, don't be fearful. That the soldiers would bang their, their shields to, together to make noise and to put fear into Klai Yisrael. He says, don't be afraid of them. The Shifas Hakal Gasin, they have many, many troops. Don't be afraid of their troops. Atach Bazu, Mikal Kronos, don't be fearful from the, from the, the, the shofar blast they blow from their horns. Atarzu, they call Savachos, don't be, Atarzu also, don't be afraid from Atifhilu, Mikal Zakas, oh yeah, the enemy will scream, these blood curdling screams, don't be afraid of them. Kashem, Elokechem, Aholichimachem, God is going to go with you in the war. They come with a leader that's just flesh and blood. You come with the absolute leader of the entire galaxy, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Plishtim came with the leader Goyas. They had faith in his strength. What was his end? He fell to the sword of Emo, and the whole nation fell with him. But the Ammon, the people of Ammon, Bob and Tzchono, Shal Shovach, they came with Shovach, Saratzva, Hadrozo. Here's a, a mighty a warrior. Melia, so for what was his end? The Sof Nafal Bechari fell to the sword of Nafal Imo, and his nation fell with him. And Atem, and you, Iatem Ken, you're not so. You don't rely on flesh and blood. You rely on Kadosh Baruch Hu. This is the camp of the Aaron. In Machane, you saw the camp of Klai that went out to war. They went along with the Aaron. That the Luchos were inside of it. As the Gemara explains, Shashem, Vachol Kinui of God and all of his, Kinui of all his nicknames, Munachem Ba'aron are resting in the Aaron. Hashem Shechina is with you when you go out to war. And therefore, the Kohen, the Meshuach Muhammad, this Kohen, would give his whole speech to Klaishal to prep them for the war that they shouldn't be afraid of the enemy. And this speech was said in Lashon HaKodesh.